Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of RJ's Pit Stop. Here going to be recapping the first ever NASCAR All-Star Race on a short track. Happened to take place at Bristol, Tennessee tonight. I loved it. Um, I think this might be a permanent move. Uh, I'm from Charlotte. I love Charlotte. Any race date you can give Charlotte, I'm all for it. Uh, but I think this one might get taken away because of the response so far that I've seen from this race tonight at Bristol. Fans. Oh my God, we had fans in the stands. NASCAR has been ahead of every other sport as far as getting back first, staying connected with the people, and now bringing fans to the track. Big time. That's big. That is big for every sport, for baseball, for NBA, college football especially, NFL, all of them. Take notes on what NASCAR's doing. Hopefully, you know, everything worked out tonight. There won't be a spike in cases and things like that. Anyway, back to the race. Unreal. Um, I, Bristol is back, and I think I said it a few episodes ago when I recapped the Bristol race, just how good that race was. It continued tonight. Uh, we got a short version of that, obviously, with the All-Star race. Man, what a race. Chase Elliott taking home that million dollars like he needed that. I'm sure he sold a million dollars worth of t-shirts tonight in Bristol, but hey, good for him. I'm glad it wasn't Kyle Busch. Looked like he might get it. I'm glad it wasn't Brad Keselowski. It looked like he might get it. Uh, Joey was nowhere to be found. Austin Dillon didn't really make the race. Didn't even make the race. So the rest of my least favorites weren't in contention. So that's good. Chase Elliott, I'm all for it. I love it. Uh, you know, it's always good for the sport when your most popular driver wins, right? And when he wins a crown jewel event like the All-Star Race and like an event that had 30,000 fans in attendance or close to it, I don't think it was a sellout. It's a big deal. So great night for NASCAR. That being said, uh, we got to discuss these race cars. Um, I <laughs> I understand NASCAR wants to try new things. They want to, you know, just kind of test the water, see what we're doing. Um, and they're going to wait and get feedback from the fans to determine whether some of the changes they make are changes they're going to continue to, you know, abide by going forward. Um I don't speak for everybody. I just speak for myself. Those numbers being pushed back to right in front of the rear tires, that's atrocious. That is disgusting. I never want to see that again. Um, that was pathetic, in my opinion. Uh, they look like modifieds out there. Uh, if any of y'all aren't really you know, familiar with what a modified looks like, I'm not going to sit here and try to explain it because I would not do a good job of it. But that's what the number placement looked like on these cup cars was like a asphalt modified, how the numbers were just pushed back. Uh, for modifieds, it's because there's, you know, bars in the way and things, but it just didn't look good. It did not look like a cup car. Uh, it didn't look like NASCAR at all, period. Um, the numbers belong on the doors, okay? NASCAR started in, what, 1948, I think. And the numbers, for the most part, have always been on the doors, other than like the Hudson Hornet that Mike Joy mentioned on the telecast. Uh, the numbers are always supposed to be on the doors. Let's not move that. I, mean, I understand you, you have to change and you have to keep things fresh so people don't get tired of it, like people are doing with baseball. But man, this is not something that needed to be adjusted. So I don't think 
we need to spend a lot of time on this. Um, if, if anybody liked, drop my pen, of course. If anybody liked the numbers getting pushed back, let me know. Let me know why, other than it was different, uh, because they were pathetic. That was atrocious. That's not what NASCAR is. Um, so, no, I, I really hope I never see that again. I am glad they tested it out in an exhibition that does not count. Um, but, again, I hope I never have to see that again. Also, even worse than the numbers, because the numbers were actually not the worst thing about tonight. Those pathetic little auto zone lights they put under the ass end of them cars. What are we doing? I sat here a couple episodes ago and told y'all that that was a joke. That was pathetic that they were going to put lights under the car. The pictures that I saw of them putting lights under the cars, the lights were under the whole car. The front, the sides, the back, the whole thing. The whole thing was lit up. What we saw tonight, there was one little light underneath the fuel cell in the back. What? What kind of cheesy little Saturday night short track Halloween race shit is this? Are you kidding me? That's a joke. That was that was so ugly. Literally, I came into tonight thinking that the numbers were going to be the worst thing about the cars tonight. And I was absolutely not even close to being right. Those little cheesy lights they put under them cars, I don't want to ever hear anybody even think about that again. Let alone see it again. Because that I almost threw up when I saw it. Um... Man, I my expectation was down here for the lights, and somehow it ended up being on the floor. Uh, we didn't even come close to hitting it. Um, wow. I really thought NASCAR was going to do something a little better than that. Uh, lights under the cars could have looked good. You know, if you're going to light, you know, the front, the sides, the back, the whole deal, a big light underneath the whole car. I could see how that's kind of cool if you're into that stuff. I'm not. I'm kind of a traditionalist, kind of a new school, kind of old school. I like to see it mixed. That is, that's got like Fast and Furious, Gran Turismo, Forza, Gone in 60 Seconds shit written all over it. That's not NASCAR. And it was even worse seeing it on television. Uh, that one little light back there. And the fact that it was by uh, manufacturer. So all the Fords had blue lights, all the Chevys I think had like orange lights, and all the Toyotas had red lights. That's even worse. If you're going to put lights under the car, why not have the light correlate with the sponsor? Why should Joey Logano, driving a red and yellow car, have a blue light underneath it? That's the stupidest thing. That looks terrible. Who's idea? I don't know whose idea this was. I don't know who... Who came up with this? I don't know if they were drunk. I don't know if they had just done a fat line of coke or what. But whoever made this decision, they don't need to ever make a decision ever again. That was terrible. That was... That, that was... Whew, wow. I don't want to ever see a race car in NASCAR look like the race cars we saw tonight. The racing was great. And the fact that Bristol hosted an all-star race, I'm totally fine with that. But those cheesy lights and those numbers that were pushed all the way back, get rid of that. That's not that's not NASCAR. That was terrible. That being said, 
Bristol did a great job with the All-Star Race. I wish we could have got a full house, but I'll take the 30,000 or close, however many we got to it. I do think the All-Star Race should rotate. I think people kind of get burnt out on the same thing over and over and over. I think the championship race, where we crown our champion at the end of the year in November, I think that race should rotate. But that being said, I don't think every track should be on the list as far as who gets to host the All-Star Race. I've got four written down. Four. That's it. There's 20-something tracks on the schedule. I've got it narrowed down to four that I think should rotate the All-Star Race. Um, I am going to start with Charlotte. That's home. It's right up the road, 20 minutes from everybody's house. Go over there, run a race, come back home, sleep in your own bed that night. I like that. Charlotte is the home of NASCAR. There's a ton of fans there. It's home. I mean, it, it, it's home. So have your all-star event at home. I'm totally cool with that. Bristol, of course. That that makes too much sense to not have the all-star race in Bristol. Um, you, you have to have it there. That is the perfect place to put 20 guys, say, hey, a million dollars to the winner, go. That's the perfect track for that. Also, Martinsville. I think Martinsville is is very similar to Bristol. Beating and banging, leaning on each other. You're going to wreck somebody to win a million dollars. I think the ratings would be great. Also, since Martinsville now has lights, we can run a night race there uh, and run an all-star race. I'm, I'm all in. I would like to see an all-star race at Martinsville and Darlington. Uh, I think Darlington is one of the most historic tracks on the schedule. It's also close to home. If you haven't noticed, all four of these tracks that I've named are all pretty close to home. So you're not going all the way to Vegas for a race that doesn't pay any points. Uh, that would be stupid. You can't go to Phoenix for a race that really doesn't mean anything. Fontana, Chicago, that track's garbage anyway. Kentucky, any, any of those places like Pocono, ugh. You shouldn't go too far away from home for a race that really, in the grand scheme of things, doesn't mean anything. Uh, so I would like to see it rotated between Charlotte, Darlington, Bristol, and Martinsville. Just kind of rotate it. Every track gets it, you know, every four years. Um, I'm, I'd like to see that. I think it keeps it fresh. Um, I also think the criteria for who's an all-star could be tweaked a little. Um... Justin Haley was in the All-Star race tonight because he won a race last year. Um I I'm sorry. Um you know in baseball, in basketball, every other sport that has an All-Star game, we don't care about last year's statistics. We're only worried about this year. So I think the criteria for criteria for making the All-Star race should be you take the top 16 that are currently in the, like, the playoff grid, the top 16 in playoff points as of right now, and then anybody who's ever won the All-Star Race, they get a provisional, and then that's it. And then you have the Open to race their way in and the fan boat and all that. But I don't think Justin Haley should have been in the race tonight. No disrespect to him. He won Daytona. Good for him. But, like, no other sport. Like, Mike Trout hitting 300 last year shouldn't get him into the All-Star game this year. That doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Uh, Justin Haley's not Mike Trout. Don't don't start. Um, but yeah, I, I don't I don't like that. Um, but yeah, 
overall, solid night, honestly. Uh, Michael McDowell straight up dumped Bubba. But I don't know why. Bubba called him out in post-race interview. Loved it. Left his bumper on uh, McDowell's hauler. Love it. Let's see more attitude. I love it. That's what we need. Bristol, success. I like it. Get rid of those damn lights and move the numbers back on the door where they're supposed to be, and we would have had an even better night. Uh, till then, where are we going? Texas this weekend? Going to Texas. Another cookie-cutter mile and a half with a quad oval. Got three or four of those on the schedule. Don't know why. Uh, but it should be decent. NBC starts their full-time coverage rest of the year. Be fun. Get some new voices. Keep it fresh. You know, keep things moving along. Uh, till then, I'll see you guys next time. RJ's Pit Stop.